Welcome, everybody, to another episode of The Best Bet Corner. I'm your host, Harry Gagnon. With me, as always, well, usually always, been two, been two weeks off here, uh, Parlay Kid, but Darren the Parlay Kid, my best pal uh, from Against All Odds podcast with Cousin Sal, uh, joined us again. We're going to get dive deep into some college football and uh, futures in the NFL, and we still have golf, even though the Masters is done. We still have golf the week after they carry on. So, Darren, what's up, bud? How are you? What's up, Harry? Listen, after that extra points podcast yesterday, uh, why would I even come on here, to be honest with you? I mean, I get attacked for some fantasy <laughs> did, football trade by you. Did, uh, it was, did, did it's brother, unbelievable. Did, did Brother Bry put you up to that? I mean, this, no, not at all. I mean, uh-huh. why, why would I do well, this luck. after I get harassed? Uh, for t- trying to throw a fantasy football game, which which I won, by the way. Uh, so, um, but, but I will make it my mission for the rest of the year uh, to make sure if I'm not making the playoffs, I'm going to do my best to make sure you're not making the playoffs. <laughs> I love it. You know, I, I think that it, it's it's more of a thing where this, this trade went. I mean, I, I got I got to call a, a, a spade a spade. How is I don't know how, how I'm just how my point is, and we'll get into this next week. I, if people who don't know, if you listen to the Against All Odds podcast with Cousin Sal yesterday, it's up uh, on uh, Spotify and and it's available on Twitter too with clips that we have as well, where I sort of accuse you of let's see of uh, of sabotaging the league and your team to make sure that I don't make the playoffs because. You say you have a good team and you do have good receivers, but you were two and seven and now you're three and seven. But how does I was just trying to understand after. And this makes sense because Jerry Ferreira uh, did mention how this is kind of unfair where a two and seven guy shouldn't be trading with a nine and oh guy. And he's going to be like, hopefully, being on against all odds next well, week, so we can mediate yeah. this. But, yep. but how do you? But how does you getting Chase Edmonds, who's the backup now in Arizona, running back, better your team by you giving up uh, Evans from Tampa Bay? I just don't. I'm trying hard well, to understand. The, this. Well, listen, we'll talk about this next week on the Extra Points Pod. And Jerry's wrong, and I'm going to tell him he's wrong because <laughs> the, the the bottom line is. Until I'm mathematically eliminated from a playoff spot, my job is to make my team the best team I can make it. I don't care about what somebody else's team is is doing. My job is for me to try to find a way to make the playoffs, and I got to do what's best for my team. I don't. I'll make a trade with anybody, and everybody in the league knows. I mean, I as I as I said today, three three weeks ago, I offered brother Bry. Claypool. All right, I'm looking. I'm nice looking at your team. I'm, I'm looking at your team right Taylor. now. For Jonathan Taylor. I'm looking for. That's a, fair. I'm, I'm That's looking, a fair trade. Wait, Edmonds is better than Taylor. Even even as a backup mm. right now, Edmonds is better than Taylor. And Claypool, uh, Claypool per week puts up more points than Evans. So I, I don't know. I, I, I don't know. I, I, you let's went, talk. We'll go get into this next week. Let's yeah. save it for next week. But, by the way, just for the record, I want—I'm I, just trying to help you with your team this week. Just letting you know, 
Rich James, the super freak. He's 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 plays for San Francisco. They're off. They're, they have they have a bye this week. So make sure you you keep them out and, of the lineup. Okay? Well, if you looked at my lineup, you already know. Unlike yours, I've already changed my lineup. It's my lineup's already in. I, <laughs> I know. I'm lo- I'm looking at it right now. I'm looking and, and at you, it. And you'll notice he's out of my lineup. I keep daily track of my lineup. Um, and until I'm actually out, and once I'm mathematically eliminated, I will then do my best to make sure. <laughs> Um, when, when you see me playing backups, Hey, listen, that's what's going to happen. That's it. I love it. You know, you know, by the way, Darren, I watched the clip that Sal, he has it on Facebook and he has it on, on, on Twitter and I'm just watching the video and I, and it, and it was funny. It's very funny. I mean, it really is. I know it's a little, it gets a little intense, but it was funny, but I'm watching Sal the whole time and he's just smiling. He's loving it. Cause he's never <laughs> seen me get, a, get like, fired up about a lot of stuff. Yeah, I mean, I well, get fired up was, about losses. You but, were a very calm fired up, but that's why we know when you're fired up is that when you're calm. Right, you right. Know? Well, look, we'll see what happens this week. You know, you're right. I, let me see here. I haven't put him in my lineup, and uh, and I'm playing our buddy Chris. Um, I got a full lineup in there. My lineup's good. Well, well, so well no, actually, you know what? You're right. I gotta go Drake instead. I gotta go Drake instead of uh, Lindsey. Lindsey was a waste last week. Another listen. I'm to blame on a lot of things. I've made some bad decisions. I've had. <laughs> I've probably made Darren this year at least two, but probably three terrible decisions that could have, if I would have taken the other guy, swayed me to the winning side. Uh, well, look, that's that's fantasy. That's fantasy. That's uh, fantasy. Honestly, I would probably say that this year my fantasy leagues. Anytime I've had a, um, say, like a toss-up of who to start and who not to start, I've always yeah. started the wrong guy. Like 100% yeah. of the time, it's Boy. been the wrong guy. Like every that time. That is rough. So, that's yeah, that's it's rough when it's 100% things. of the time. Uh, I Well, look, it's, it's probably not, but that's what it feels like because, yeah, right. Uh, honestly, that's what it feels like. I can't recall a time where I was like, wow, I made, it. I made the right move this week. It's unbelievable. Well, let's see, Darren, listen, what we're going to do here is we're going to talk college football. We're not going to talk really games this week, um, but what we're going to talk, let's let's discuss the national championship and who can actually be in it and who can actually win it. Because I'm just going to rip off right now. I'm on FanDuel. Right now I'm looking at the odds and Alabama's two to one, Ohio State's two to one, Clemson two and a half to one, Florida's 14, Notre Dame 16. Uh, and then we'll get into the other teams in, in a little bit that we might think that ha- have an outside shot to get into that fourth spot. Um, look, if we count Alabama in, we count Ohio State in, we know that Clemson and Notre Dame, now that Notre Dame is in the uh, ACC this year and playing an ACC schedule, they already beat Clemson, but that was without Lawrence what right. they they probably will play a second time in the uh, ACC championship game. Now, granted, Notre Dame does have to play at North Carolina, so that's an interesting game to look out for. But still, I'm just banking on like if Alabama beats Florida in the SEC championship game, and Ohio State wins the Big Ten. Uh, tough game this week against Indiana. We'll see how yep. that goes. I mean, 4-0 Indiana getting 20 and a half. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But if, 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 if again, if Clemson does win with Lawrence against Notre Dame in the, in the ACC championship game, and we give the third seed or the third, whatever you want to call it, to Clemson, 
who would you want and who would be deserving of that fourth spot? Would you give it to Notre Dame again because mm. they split with well, split with Clemson? There's other teams out there that are just going to be flat out um, undefeated. I mean, uh, there's BYU who's eight and zero. I'm going to throw some names and teams out there for you, Darren, and then you 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 know you tell me who you think deserves that for. I got one that I'll get to in a second, but uh, BYU. 8-0, they've got a cake game against uh, North Alabama this week, and they get yeah. San Diego State. That's it. And their quarterback, yeah. Zach Wilson, 30 total touchdowns, two picks. Um, Marshall, who's 7-0, has given up and scored 262 points, given up only 71 points. Um, also, the, the issue here with the Pac-12 is how many games are each of these teams going to play? Oregon right. and uh, Colorado – and USC are all 2-0, and but honestly, USC escaped with their lives both times, and I know I gave them on against all odds um, to win the Pac-12, but they haven't been impressive. Oregon's been sloppy. Um, out of the Big 12, I don't see anyone coming out of there. I mean, Oklahoma already has two losses. They're playing Oklahoma State this week in Bedlam, but they've ruled that uh, that matchup the, like the last, I want to say, last six, seven years. They've won straight up. And Iowa State, Darren, is actually – in first place in the Big 12 at 5-1, and one, and their quarterback, the guy you know I love, Brock Purdy, is out for the rest of the year. So I think the right. Big 12 is out of it entirely. I mean, Florida's 5-1. and one. Trask, like, uh, you know, Trask has been fantastic. I think he's leading, uh, he, he's the Heisman uh, favorite right now. He's got more touchdowns than Joe Burrow did last year at this point, which is pretty amazing. He's got 28 touchdown passes, three picks. Um He's completing 70% of his passes, which is tremendous in college. And they have a tight end that's going to be a first-rounder in Kyle Pitts. He's got eight touchdowns this season. So Florida's a team to look out for. But, Darren, if that's the case, if that's a scenario where Clemson does beat Notre Dame in their, in, in the, in their second meeting, who do you want in there? Who do you think deserves it? This is a great scenario, Harry. And some people would say, well, if Clemson beats Notre Dame, well, you got your four, right? They would say you got Alabama, you got Notre Dame, you got Ohio State, and you got Clemson. That's what that's what a lot of people would say. But then you run the risk of possibly a third matchup of Clemson and Notre Dame, yeah. and I wouldn't want to see that at that point. Sorry, I just I don't. So I think this is a great question. So let's just say we're looking for a fourth man. This would be a great year, being that some teams like Ohio State. Uh, I don't know what the rest of their slate is. I'd have to look, Harry. You might know better than me. Yeah, let me but, take a look here. You know, could they end up their season um, with eight wins, like, and and not be, you know, not playing a full slate of ten games? Uh, this would be a great I, year to have like six teams make the playoffs, and the top two get, would get buys. So, like right yeah. now, it could be, you know, Alabama and Notre Dame would be the top two right now. And then the other four would have to play in to make the final four. Um, I think that would have been a great thing this year. Uh, but right now, Harry, I love BYU. I just, I'm partial to BYU because I, I love their quarterback. They're fun to watch. Um, man, they roll up like 50 points a game, but they're not, you know, who have they beaten? Yeah. That's it's a just... good question. Uh, you can't fault them for the schedule. They're going to be 10 and 0. And uh, I, I would love to see them get a shot. Uh, to me, they would be the fourth team in uh, at that point for me. And I do think they are good enough to play with the big boys, though. I really think this is the type of season where 
if they were the fourth seed and Alabama was one, I think they can roll with Alabama a little bit. I think it would be a fun game. I I, I think it would be fun. So it would be a, um, it would be great. It would be great watch just because of the because of this kid uh, Zach Wilson gets it done. His yeah. stats are, are are as good as anybody's. He's definitely yeah. got. Top three, he's 2,500 yards. Yes. He's, he's completing 75% and, of his passes. And he moves around well in the pocket. And listen, I, I'm not going to steal your thunder with your team, but I think you can pretty much eliminate the other undefeated teams. Um, uh, Coastal Carolina, Marshall, Liberty, uh, all having great seasons, all in the top 25. Uh a lot of a lot of that's based on right. the fact and, that. And by the way, Dar- in yeah. a couple weeks, by the way, Liberty actually does play Coastal Carolina, so that's somebody fun, gets someone gets knocked game. off there. That's going to be. I'll tell you what. I, I'm actually can 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 we believe I'm saying I'm actually looking forward to that game. Um, you know what? That's at the end of the season, Darren. Where you know what? If there's not, I mean, do we really have to just game day? By the way, I, I love you know I love game day. It's one of the best uh, pregame shows in all the sports. Uh, in my opinion, but do they have to go to? I mean, I don't know if, I don't recall exactly the date, but you don't have to go to Ohio State, Michigan. If Coastal Carolina and Liberty are both eight and zero, they're putting up crazy numbers. How about they go to Coastal Carolina? How about they go down to South Carolina and 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 when they give the picks and have the special guest have Dustin Johnson, the Masters champion there, who's yeah. a Shant- who's a Chanticleer um, alum. That would be something fun to see, wouldn't it? I, Harry, I would not be surprised if that's what happens. I wouldn't be surprised. I mean, you might be calling it right now, but might, I'll back yeah. it up by saying could very well happen. Could very by well the way, happen. Darren, Darren, you mentioned Ohio State and what the rest of the schedule is. Darren, this week, this is it. I mean, last week canceled at Maryland. So they uh, they get away with not having to go to a road game. And Maryland has been putting up the numbers. I'm not saying they would have won, but it's one less game they have to worry about. And they have Indiana this week. And then they're at, at Illinois, at Michigan State, and got Michigan. That's it. Wow. Wow. That's, see, that's what I mean. I, now, that Maryland game will definitely not be made up. Is that? Is that's that what, I believe that's what I heard. It's, it is just canceled. So, I mean, they get by Indiana this week. They're going to be, but they're going to be seven and zero, and that's why I think this year would be. They should have to win a game to make the final four. Like this would be a great year to have yeah, six to eight teams. Yeah. It, it, it's the right because that way they 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 earn it a little bit more. Like if they had to beat say BYU to mm-hmm. get into this, fine. Like that. Why aren't they doing that this year? It, it would be a great year to do that. Yeah, that's a great idea. I mean, just, you know, it, it's just something because just this Ohio, it, it, it just seems too easy. I mean, like, uh, you know, at the other end, uh, I mean, Northwestern is playing Wisconsin um, this week, too, and another uh, battle of undefeateds. But Wisconsin is a team that's 100 to 1, I'm seeing, uh, for the national championship, as I'm seeing for Northwestern right now. But Wisconsin is running the risk of not qualifying because they've already had missed two games and they're playing Northwestern this week. Who's four. No, um, I know you're a big fan of Pat Fitzgerald. You love that coach. You love defense. Darren. Very so- and th- Just a solid coach gets as much out of his team as humanly possible. 
I mean, Darren, this Northwestern team, just before I get to my team, who I think, but just throwing it out there because Wisconsin and Northwestern are both undefeated, and Wisconsin happens to be a seven-point favorite on the road at Northwestern and Evanston this week. And I don't know if you have a feel for that way, that game, Darren, but Northwestern's 4-0, and they are giving up 14 points a game. And in four games, they forced 10 turnovers. Uh, they've won two of three in Evanston against Wisconsin. Uh, they haven't given up more than 20 points in a game. And Northwestern's a team that's very, if they could somehow win this game, Darren, just throwing it out there. If Northwestern were to win this game straight up, here's right. the rest of their schedule. At Michigan State, Spartans giving up 135 points this year. At Minnesota, the Gophers have given up 143. And then they're home for Illinois, who's given up 137. Meanwhile, the Wildcats have given up just a total of 56 points this week. So that's an interesting game in the Big Ten, aside from the Indiana-Ohio uh, State game. Hmm. That's very, I mean, very the line to me, the line to me, now Wisconsin's won both their games by 38, so they've rolled it up. But sure. they've had some issues. They've had some COVID issues. Quarterback situation is not is a little sketchy. But they've still gotten the job done when they've played their two games. But, gee, seven seems like a chunk when you got a team like Northwestern. who You don't see defenses like this in college anymore. At least, I mean, you don't see them, period, let alone in big big conferences. No, and and, and the the Big Ten, uh, they have some of those type of teams, right? Like defensive first teams, kind of grinded out type of teams. Mm -hmm. And... I think that's why this matchup was Wisconsin-Northwestern matchup is a fun matchup because two kind of similar teams, uh, you know, they like to pound the ball, run the mm -hmm. ball, defensive first type of team. So, uh, But again, one of them uh, will be eliminated from this conversation. Um, both, both of them are most likely not in the conversation. Yeah. But, um, you know, Northwestern beats puts a pounding on, on uh, Wisconsin. Now you, now you got to... You kind of got to talk about. Uh, well, the only thing is, Darren, what I'm like, like, like if if Ohio put it this way, if Ohio State, you know, Indiana, nice season so far. The quarterback Michael Penix Jr. has been fantastic. Ninety-one of one hundred and fifty passing this year, but and then the, and Indiana, Ohio State are number one and number two in the Big Ten in scoring. I get it, but if Ohio State gets to the championship against a team like Northwestern. Northwestern's just not a team that's going to outscore and try to outscore them and run it up in the games 58-44, something like that. This is a team that actually plays defense on a neutral field with no fans if there are no fans allowed. You know, the whole world would be back in Northwestern and be rooting for them, because, especially with a team that plays such good defense. That's a good point, Harry. Very good point. Look, you know, I'm gonna make. I'm gonna throw out here and see what you think too, Darren. The team that I'm considering to be the number four seed. And again, Darren, I really like your idea of, in terms of if there were two, if there if there were at least six teams, then you can throw a wild a couple wild cards into the mix, and nobody and nobody this year would be screwed. Unfortunately, that's not the case. But if if scenarios fall where Clemson loses a second game to Notre Dame, they're out. I mean. Too bad, Dabo, you know, if you lose two to Notre oh, Dame, whether, you, yeah, whether, whether you, have you have Lawrence, Lawrence or in there or not. Yep. yep but I I'm going to take a team here. I'm going to take out of the American Athletic Conference, Cincinnati, who is and 7-0. Uh, they've won every game so far, Darren, by double digits. Luke Fickle's a heck of a coach who came from Ohio State. They've scored 291 points this year. They've only given up 57. And their quarterback, Desmond Ryder, 
14 touchdowns, six picks, but he also on the ground, he'll kill you running the ball. He's got over 500 yards. He's got nine touchdowns on the ground. And this team as a whole, when they get down close, Darren, they score touchdowns. They've scored 41 touchdowns this year as a unit. They've only kicked two field goals. Mm, that's this amazing. team scores. I mean, they're just doing everything they have to do to get done. Now, listen, they have a huge game this week, Darren. They're at Central Florida. Um, Dylan Gabriel, their quarterback, has put up some sick numbers this year, but he doesn't play defense. And Central Florida has had problems, as we know, before this year. You know, the Tulsa game that we went over a few times. I know Sal had, uh, had UCF in that game um, on the money line, which was a tough one. To swallow, but this Dylan Gabriel, the quarterback, 2,800 yards, Darren, 23 touchdowns, and only two picks. But Cincinnati plays, like I said, at Central Florida, then they're at Temple, and then at Tulsa, who is also undefeated in conference and beat Central Florida. So they got three straight road games to end the season. But can you imagine if somehow, some way this works out? Cincinnati gets the four. The committee does get, throw a, a lower conference a bone. And they get in there, and they get to play their in-state rival, Ohio State, if it was 1-4. How great would that be? Well, uh, that would be fantastic. So uh, let's – I think I do like the idea of Cincinnati. I mean, right now, if you had to say pick a team, Cincinnati or BYU, oh, man, I, I don't yeah. know. That That's tough. So um, good job by you by bringing Cincinnati up, and I don't know – how I would pick that one, man. That would be that would be tough. Oh man! So, Boy, that, just, Harry, that's why. Yeah, that's why. That's why we need to have six or eight. I've always right? said. I've always said. Really, what should happen anyway is uh, not just this year, but in a normal year, there should be six to eight teams making a playoff. Uh, you know, Division three, they go like sixteen teams. I mean, you know, yeah. there's sixteen oh. teams. Like maybe, maybe, maybe that's the route Division one has to take. Um, so, it's, so it's, these it's, teams get a shot, like a Liberty. If a Liberty's ten and zero, yeah. why couldn't they get a shot and be the sixteenth seed? Um, it would be nice to see. I mean, look, I mean, it just and if it was ever a time to do it, wouldn't it have been now where teams are? You know, some teams are going to play five games. Some teams are playing nine games. Some teams are playing six games. I mean. Well, let's let let's give teams who like BYU, like you said, this year especially. Let's try it, considering COVID and teams not making. Look, BYU is going to be BYU is going to be ten and zero as long as they you know they're, they're probably. I haven't even seen a line. They're playing North Alabama this week, so that line has to be about fifty, right? And then they play San Diego State. Why can't you give these teams? Now, I mean, they should have done something where these you could have put four more in there because BYU is mm. going to be ten and zero, and if Wisconsin somehow, yeah, like we just mentioned, Wisconsin or if Ohio State, Ohio State's playing what six games? They seven, seven as seven. of right now. They'll end up but, with seven. S- seven, even though well, if they play, you're, t- you're saying, are you counting the Big Ten championship uh, or no? Because oh, no, they, remember, no, they didn't what, play Maryland. Right, right. So you're right. Yes. I mean, you know, whatever. It is what it is, but it would have been a nice time to at least to try it because of the situation that we're all dealing with in life today. Would have been a great time. This would have been the right maybe. year. Maybe. So we'll maybe see. They'll, we'll see. Maybe they'll come to their senses. I don't know. Is it too late? Yeah, right. I mean, wouldn't that? Exactly, right? I mean, who knows? Who, who says it's too late, right? 
Well, why can't they just say, hey, look, we're going to. I mean, I, I, it's probably. Too I mean, I mean, you, you changed the rules in fantasy football. What's the matter, right? <laughs> I love it. I love it. <laughs> well, listen, love Dave, it. listen, instead of going over some games in the NFL this week, let's 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 go over maybe what you have, what I have. Uh, defensive player of the year, MVP wins for the season. Um, I was looking back at what I played and everything. And right now. Uh, for Defensive Player of the Year, T.J. Watt is the favorite at plus 240. Uh, Aaron Donald is at uh, the second favorite at plus 270. I think you have him. We'll get to him in a second. Miles Garrett's 4-1. to one. Khalil Max at 11-1. to one. Buda Baker, my man, Buda Baker, 16-1. to one. And Devin White of the Buccaneers is at 26-1. to one. Um, You know, and against all odds, when we did our special of uh, NFL and and uh, prop bets for the season, I did give a I did give out T.J. Watt at uh, twelve to one to be defensive player of the year. He's been fantastic. The Steelers team. I, I now I know you have Donald. Like I said, we'll get to that in a second. But the thing that I like about Watt and he's being the two, he's him being the favorite here, is that the Steelers are dominating on defense. They're they lead the NFL in sacks, Darren. Uh, by four over Tampa, but they lead the AFC in sacks by nine. The next closest team is the Bills with 27, and the yep. Steelers have 20. Steelers have 36. TJ Watt has nine of them. He's he's got an interception this year. He's been all over the field. Um, uh, it's hard not hard, it's hard, but it's also hard not to say that Donald doesn't deserve it either because he's doing everything in his power to 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 be a defensive. Just be beyond defensive genius on this Rams team. He was the guy who started it last week against Seattle. This is the first time the Seahawks have really been shut down by anybody all season, and it was due to the Rams, but mostly due to Donald. Yeah, look, Donald is uh, widely recognized as, um, as I think the other night when I was watching the game, so whoever was doing the game, I forget now, said, you know, that Donald could be not only the best defensive Aik- player Buck and Aikman did the game, right? And Buck and Aikman? Yes, that's right. And I, I don't, I'm not sure which one it was, but maybe it was Buck who said, you know, not only might, he might be the best defensive player in the game, he might be the best football player in the game. Uh, mm-hmm. And that's very possible. Uh, he, he is a, uh, he's a freak. Uh, he's super talented. Um, but I, it makes you wonder. I, I think... It's going to say, you know, look, uh, I do like the Watt bet, too, because Watt, um, I think I think really it comes down to these two right now. Don, He's, uh, yeah. I think He's it's those two. And if, if Pittsburgh goes 15-1, 16-0, it's going to be hard not, uh, to leave a guy off the list who's going to have 17 or 18 sacks. Yeah. Um, so I do like the Watt selection. I mean, I, I, I do have uh, Aaron Donald, who – um, and you know, what'd you get him at? Do you recall? Uh, I got him at three to one. So he's a little bit better than that right now. You got him at three um, to one before the regular season? No, no. I, I, I oh, got, bet- I, this was about a couple weeks ago. Okay. Um, I, I put him in. Um, I forget what he was in the beginning of the season. Yeah. Brother, brother, Bry usually jumps on uh, Larry Donald. Um, so uh, I'm trying to think. I, I might have got him at three. Plus three thirty. I think that's okay, what good. I got him at. He's and I'm looking right what? now. Two seventy. Is he two seventy right now? Right. Plus two seventy. Um, you know, I think you could probably put money on both of those guys and win some money. I think those are the two guys. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's coming down to so. 
You could you could put a hundred bucks on each of those, and uh, you're probably walking out with some type of winnings. So yeah, I mean, I mean, like I just mentioned, I mean, you know, Miles Garrett to four to one, but they're not going to win. Uh, they're not going to win the North uh, in the AFC. Um, and after after his shenanigans last year, he, right. he I don't I don't think he's going to get the votes. I think the sleeper, the sleeper. I, I, I got to look at his stats, but I'm just looking at the numbers here. I think the sleeper at 37 and one could be a Jalen Ramsey. He totally shut down DK Metcalf uh, last yeah. week. And if he has some more, like you know, if he shuts, if he, you know, they match, they play the Cardinals, and he shuts down Hopkins, and all of a sudden people are talking about, hey, Ramsey is just shutting these elite receivers down. Maybe he jumps into that conversation. I think. Yeah, I'm. You know, I'm looking. I'm looking at his stats right now. He's yeah, he's got. <laughs> Doesn't have a ton of tackles, 23 tackles, uh, no sacks. He does have a he, – he, he has one interception. And yeah. meanwhile, Darius Williams is a corner on the ramps. He's got four, so it'd be hard to go Ramsey here. But, yeah, you mentioned him. He did shut down uh, D.K. Metcalf, which was uh, – and, and that was the first time, like I said, first time all year the, C, uh, the Seattle offense looked pedestrian. And credit to, uh, you know, Donald and uh, Ramsey. Yeah, and, and like I said, Darren, like Khalil Mack at eleven to one, the the Bears are sinking. So he's not going to win it, no matter what he does. If the Bears continue to sink on the defensive end, and again, like you just mentioned, Donald Rams tied for first place. T.J. Watt Steelers nine and zero, undefeated first place. It'll probably go to one of them, as like you mentioned. I agree with that. It's one of those. It's one of those two. That's who's getting. And, and then now here for MVP, latest I checked. Pat Mahomes, of course, the favorite at plus 175. Right. Russell Wilson now not the favorite at plus 280 after a couple of uh, uh, tough situations that he's done in terms of his games. He's uh, he's thrown some picks lately. Uh, so he's dropped Aaron Rodgers at three to one. Kyler Murray, eight to one. We got Tom Brady at 20. Big Ben at 30. I know you kind of like that a little bit, Darren. And then yeah. uh, we'll get into this, too, for a second. Um in a sec, uh, at fifty to one, you got two running backs. You got Dalvin Cook and Alvin Kamara, and at a hundred to one, Drew Brees, who's going to probably miss two to three weeks, is what they're saying. But let's see how the Saints handle the situation with Brees out, uh, Winston in. Um, how valuable is because Kamara's been fantastic all season. Um, but how great is he going to be without Brees in there? Are they going to be able to key on it? He's been able to catch the ball plenty this year. But let's see if they win these games here. They've got uh, the Falcons this week. And, Darren, last year, the Falcons held New Orleans touchdownless in New Orleans, which was probably the craziest game of the year, which nobody saw coming. Uh, and then they play and then they play uh, at the Broncos, the Saints, and then they're at the Falcons again. So they get the Falcons in two, two out of three weeks. Be interesting to see if Kamara puts up the numbers still. Which might shoot him up because if they if they get still hold off uh, Tampa for the division, I know they don't give it to they don't give it to uh, you know pretty much anyone gets it is the only one who gets it are quarterbacks but that's not fair and uh, we know it's not but I mean boy Kamara's put up some sick yeah. numbers this, well, look, this year absolutely and here's the thing with Kamara um, if Darren, he, he's got I mean he's got he he's could got go a, over a th- he could go over a thousand yards rushing and a thousand yards receiving. Yeah. Um, what was who, who? You know, he's at Darren. He's at almost twelve hundred yards total, and he's got uh, eleven touchdowns this year. Right. So if he, 
Now, great, that's in nine games, a little bit more than half the season. Yeah. But they might lean on him even more now uh, where his numbers could go up. And if he's finishing with, you know, 23, 24, you know, 22, 2300 yards, close to 20 touchdowns, 1,000 yards rushing, 1,000 yards receiving, uh, he's very good value um, there. And, you know, for some reason... This usually goes to a quarterback, but, uh, you know, if the Saints can continue to win and they win that division, he, he'd have to be – I think his numbers is – is what is he, 50 to 1? What did you say he was, Henry? Yeah, 50, 50. I mean, that, that can only go down from here, right, though? Like, mm-hmm. I feel like 50 by next week we could be talking about this and it could be like 30 to 1. Yeah. You know? And then three weeks from now it could be like 15 to 1. So Especially, if you're inclined uh, to jump on him, now's the time to jump on him. Really, it really is because especially like you just said, like Darren, if they play, if they're in a close game with Atlanta, um, and Winston's struggling, and he throws a couple picks, and he turns the ball over f- uh, with a fumble, sh- and 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 the game is close, but yet he hasn't done anything, and Kamara's sitting at 150 yards combined, and he scored two touchdowns, or and then goes for a third, and it, and Winston didn't do anything. You really gotta, you gotta really, you gotta consider him right there because that's a game where basically they're running around. I mean, I'm sure, I'm sure at, at any given point, uh, Peyton, if things are really bad with Winston, he'll put Taysom Hill in there. So uh, and feel confident about it too because if that's the scenario that plays out where Winston's not good, but the Saints still pull out a game and it was all because of Kamara, that fifty to one, like you said, could even get lower than thirty. That's very good point. That's a good point. And, and when we talk about at thirty, at thirty to one, Harry, uh, I, I look. I have I have money on Mahomes. Uh, I got him. Well, you have you have, you have you have Mahomes. Okay. What do you? Yeah, what, I do. What did you- I, and I I think I got him about three to one, four to one a couple weeks back when Russell Wilson had really become the heavy favorite. Um, and then. Uh, so I'm gonna I'll, I'll ride with that, but I also at thirty to one think a Big Ben uh, has to be in the discussion. I don't know why he's sitting at thirty to one for a team that yeah quite conceivably quite conceivably could go yeah. sixteen and 0, 15 and one, and the quarterback throws forty two hundred yards, thirty seven thirty eight touchdowns. Uh, how how is he not in the, more in the conversation? Here's how the, is he here, not I'm, I'm, more I'm, in the conversation? Yeah, I mean, especially coming back from injury, he played one game last year. Not even. There you go. And, there you go. And and here you go. You just mentioned Big Ben, Darren. Undefeated. Just figure this out here for a second. Undefeated. It's not like they're they're five and four. It's not like they're seven and two. They're nine and zero. Oh. He's thirty to one. He's got twenty-two touchdowns and only four picks. Now Tom yeah. Brady, who's not in first place in the NFC right. South, they're not in first place. Couple losses. Probably should have lost to the Giants. Got very fortunate. Brady's got twenty-three oh. touchdowns and seven picks. Right, and he's got better odds than Big Ben. That is very, That's, very interesting. I, I, it, it doesn't make sense. So again, at thirty to one, you might want to jump on Big Ben right now. And out of those nine games, Darren, for the Steelers, like I mentioned, four tu- four interceptions. 
He had three in that game at Tennessee that they still managed to pull out. So for the other eight games of the season, he has one pick. Yeah, he's been he he's been uh, again totally under the radar, but he's been excellent this year, Ben. He's been excellent. Well, you know, Darren, listen, we again we we uh, we were hoping for a little more drama this weekend, this past weekend in the Masters. Um, We didn't get it. Um, we were, uh, I think, uh, Sal and I were both, uh, against tiger on a lot of bets that didn't work out. I wish, you know, he shoot, he hits on the par three on Sunday. He gets a 10. It, why couldn't he do that on Thursday or Friday? You know, which would have, uh, he would have definitely missed the cut then, but, but, uh, but just, there was nothing there because just Dustin Johnson. So good. So good with his, with his chipping and his, you know, his, uh, his irons, he just gets so close. It just seems like all the time he's there for a birdie opportunity. It's pretty good putting, too. And he ran away with us at 20 under. Man, oh, man. I, yeah, I, look, it was, a, it, was, it was nice to watch. And, but there was very little drama at the Masters, which we thought there would be. We thought there would be. But um, I, really, it's kind of strange, but. Uh, I'm not sure, you know, I've really taken the golf over the last few years. So I'm, a, I'm kind of a Johnny come lately in terms of really following it. And uh, I can't recall a guy getting on the kind of a run that Justin Johnson got on and, 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 and just playing so well here. Uh, and, you know, I had, you know, we, we, we all were in the hunt for a while, but he just pulled away, yeah. you know, so yeah. Um, you know, I think I think uh, cousin Sal had just DJ to win it. So uh, yeah, I think did. to start the tournament at eight to one. Um, sometimes you and I get scared away. We always like we always like a guy who's more like twenty to one, right? So we're like, ah, can't take the eight to one guy, which is a mistake on our part because or or he, or, or, or the hundred and forty to one guy, like I had Danny, Danny Willett and was talking smack after day two. Yeah, and then I jumped on him, and then uh, I think he. He was uh, miserable the rest of the just, tournament, or you know, not miserable. What wasn't great, that's for sure. Wasn't so, great. Wasn't wasn't great. And, and yeah, Darren, but, I had you, know, a- I, you wish there was a little bit more drama, though, Harry. It would have been nice if it came down to to the uh, you know the last couple holes. But um, I guess on a football Sunday, it enabled you to kind of just put that to the side and concentrate on football. Yeah, you know, Darren, I had a parlay, and I'm just gonna I'm gonna tell you what it was. I had a parlay that was paying about. Twenty six hundred bucks, and I, I had it with the World Cup. First, first, first bit of the parlay, I had a World Cup qualifying matchup, and I had uh, uh, my my team, my my team, Uruguay at plus two eighty five, Darren, uh, and they win three to nothing at plus two eighty five. Hmm. So then I have that to the Giants, New York Giants, first half. Money line, they win that against the Eagles. They look great. I gave them out um, on against all odds when we went over the picks. I really liked the Giants last week, and then I had the Bucks money line first half, which was a push against Carolina. Which okay, so that would have re- reduced the parlay a little bit. But my fourth part of the parlay was that there would be a playoff in the Masters, and I'm just and me and Brian are texting your brother Brian are texting a little bit about the golf, and he's like, it just just saying like. If this is going to happen, Dustin's got to screw up somewhere. Where's it going to happen? And it never did. Yeah, exactly. Never, ever happened. It's very, very frustrating. Very frustrating. Well, I mean, 
it wasn't, if you had Johnson, it wasn't frustrating. It was nice. You know, how often do you get to relax like that down yeah. the stretch, right? I mean, in a very, major, very right? rarely. Oh, yeah. man, never that easy. Never no, that no. easy. Well, look, there's, there's the RSM Classic this week yes. in Sea Island, Georgia. The odds are out. The golf is still going on just because the Masters is over. They keep going. They keep plugging away. Um, uh, I'm, I'm looking here, and, and Tyler Duncan is the defending champ. He's sitting at 120 to 1. Uh, is there anybody out there, Darren, that you like? Uh, I mean, I, I can go through the odds here. I know that, um, uh, let's see, the favorite is, uh, let's see here, pull it up right now. Um, is Webb Simpson in this? He is, and he's okay. uh, and he's well, very good, very good uh, there. He, yeah, he's actually, look. Darren, he's, last night he was 9-1. to one. He's the favorite now at plus eight fifty. Yeah, Hatton is at sixteen to one. Henley's at twenty. I got okay. a guy. Yeah. Uh, well, look, you know I like Webb, and this is yeah. These are the type of tournaments that you know Webb always plays well in the majors, right? He's always he's always hovering around the top ten, top twenty, but it's these kind of second tier tournaments that you always feel like he's in the top five, right? I, yeah, I feel like sure. that. But so Webb's Webb's a given. But at 45 to 1, Harry, mm-hmm. 45 to 1, very, very big fan of Kevin Kistner in this tournament. Mm-hmm. Um, he has performed very well here. I think yeah. I, I think he's had uh four top uh, boy. I don't wanna Let's I don't wanna misquote here. myself here. Um Let's see. Uh, I can I can I can find it real quick. Because I, I wrote some, uh, I had written some things down regarding okay. uh, Kistner. Uh, and he, I'm going to tell t- you in one moment. Tied for so, seventh last year. What was he last year? Tied for seventh. Hmm. Tied, tied for, for seventh, seventh. And on Saturday. And Saturday, Darren, he shot a 63. Okay. So th- that's that's pretty darn good. 2018, uh, and, okay, Darren. So Kisner. Kisner. He, he's, he's finished inside the top ten. In four of his last six starts at Sea Island, including mm. winning in 2015. Okay, wow. so um, for a guy who's had four top in his last six starts here, four top ten finishes, and he's won this in 2015 at 45 to one. Kevin Kistner, um, <laughs> I love you know, it. <laughs> I, 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 I'm, I'm, look. I'm riding this. Uh, I'm gonna. I might. I might look. Yeah. I think if you want to be safe, put him in the top ten. Uh, yeah. I'm trying. I'm trying to look at what his uh, top ten odds would be right here uh, for this. Um, and I'm pulling him up right now, Harry. Okay. Uh, Forty-five to one for mm. uh, Kistner. Uh, let's see. Where the heck? Where did I see it? Oh, he's plus on. he's plus four seventy for top ten. Plus four seventy for top ten. I like it. I yeah, like that's it. good. Those are, that's great I, odds. I, I, I do like that. Great value. Um, I, I I I think he's going to be in the hunt. So anything, uh, top ten downwards, you know, top five is plus eight hundred mm-hmm. forty five to one to win it. Jeez. I think I think he's in the hunt there. I think he's in the hunt. He's. Uh, Obviously, very comfortable at Sea Island here. 
Yeah, and what? Let's see. Let's see. What is uh, Kisner still even for top twenty? You're getting plus two twenty. Yeah, and look, he wasn't he wasn't good in the Masters, Kisner. He, mm-hmm. he wasn't good, but you know, sometimes that's a blessing. These guys refocus, and now re- mm-hmm. refocuses on a course that he's very comfortable at. So think sure. about that one. You know, uh, think uh, about that. Aside from like you know Webb, who I would ride too, but. There, oh. There's a right. Well, I was just going to mention. You mentioned we 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 tend to like the twenty to ones, but I do like Webb here. Uh, last year he finished second here, uh, third yep. in 2019. Yeah. Um. He he's always top the leaderboard here. So Webb at at sitting at plus eight fifty to be the uh, to be the um, the winner is definitely worthy of a play. Because uh, obviously, like you mentioned, very comfortable here. Another guy was comfortable here. I'm going to throw a name out here, Darren. Charles Howell the third. Oh, he has finished in 2019. He won it. 2018, 13th, 17th, 9th. He's around the leaderboard all the time in, in this tournament. Um, and you can also bet on, on FanDuel. I've noticed top American where you're getting six to one odds on web. Which is actually better than his plus eight fifty, don't you think? Absolutely. Yep. I mean, you're you're, you're reducing the, the 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 guys you have to beat tremendously, and you're only dropping. You're going from eight fifty to six hundred. Um, Howell is thirty to one for top American. Brendan Todd is another guy. I know you like him sometimes too, Darren. When I like we do. Todd. He's been very Todd. Yeah, has been very good this year. Um. And if you're looking for a guy, you know, again, top 20, Todd seems like in this type of tournament, and, he is going he, to be ready to roll. And he finished fourth here last year. And he's a guy that, uh, uh, and when we do our uh, Best Bet Corner article uh, that uh, Eric Cohen does for us on uh, Best Bet Corner, a lot when we give out picks, I, I notice a lot of times you take, you've taken Brendan Todd over the past year. Yeah, I just because, um, you know, I think Todd, I think – you know, he was a guy I think years ago uh, that uh, people uh, were high on, and he kind he of finished top. He, last year, he finished he finished top ten in the FedEx Cup standings last year. Right, and then all of a sudden, this guy the last year or two has been a very good golfer. I I have to say, I think he's choked a few times down the mm-hmm. stretch here this year in some tournaments where he's been in the lead and he's had a miserable Sunday. But uh, you know, he's been in the mix, so he's a guy. Uh, I'm not saying he'll win this, but if you're looking for a, a decent value, probably top 10, top 20, he might be a guy. Yeah, and again, top 20, you're getting your guy, Kevin Kisner, at plus 220 for top 20. And I'm going to give out, like I said, I really think uh, because of past history here, I'm going to go with Charles Howell third, and I'm looking to find what he is at, uh, let's see, I'm trying to see what he is for top 20. Uh, I mean, We've got Kisner at, for top 10, plus 470, and Howell is plus 650 for top 10. That's stretching it, but still, great odds. Yeah. Brendan Todd is, in, like we mentioned, top 20 for Brendan Todd. You're getting plus 380, and I'm still trying okay. to find uh, Howell. You're getting Howell at plus 270 for top 20. I think those are pretty good, Darren. Not bad. I think we're getting out some good selections this week, Harry. Boy, if we, we catch two, or, yeah, we we'll give out two or three. And plus, if you want... If you want for uh, top 10, Webb Simpson, just throwing top 10 out there. Um, he's still plus money at plus 125. So uh, obviously we like that too. 
Love it. Love it. I'm, All right. Hey, and, and look, it's 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 kind of nice because I'll you know what? When when this is happening, I mean, Harry, when does golf stop? You, you know better than I. When is there <laughs> absolutely nothing going on? I don't is there think gonna it be does. A weekend I mean, here where there's nothing going on. Like, I feel like I feel like I man, the golf just hasn't stopped. Since it's just uh, some, it's somewhere every week. Um, look, there's a uh, the the uh, the European tour is uh, fired up. They've started again. The what's uh, the next major? What's the next major that's going to take place? Uh I guess it would be. Um, let's see. I guess it would be. Uh, what's what's it would be. Um, the. Uh, the PGA Championship, I guess, right? Is that really? Wow. I think so. Yeah. Oh, and by the boy. way, the uh, and just in case you're wondering, the Joe Berg Open is it's playing this week in the European Tour. By the way, Darren. My boy, Yost Luton. Yost Luton is at twenty to one. Just throwing that out there. I, I'm uh, I'm a big fan of his. So uh, I but. never I've never heard so. <laughs> Uh, well, anyways, Darren, thanks. Listen, good stuff, Darren, as always. Um, yeah, listen, we'll, uh, we'll, we'll, we'll work this fantasy stuff out. Um, we're still, uh, oh, we're yeah. still tune, fantastic. Great tune, fan. in, we'll, tune in, uh, tune in, tune in, tune in to our next extra points episode. So you hear Harry and I renew our round, uh, round two, our round two fantasy Darren. with, with hopefully joined by Jerry Ferrara. Yeah. Um, uh, from the cast of, uh, you know, Entourage and Power, etc. cetera. Uh, really good dude. So, and he's uh, part of the, uh, he's part of the uh, Extra Points podcast, too. Part of the Extra Points podcast network right now. And uh, he's great. It's great listen. So yeah. I think he'll be able to settle this, even though I already know he's going to side with you. So, I'm, But I'm going to try to change his mind. Okay, that's fair. Totally fair. Totally fair. Darren, thanks. Uh, thanks as always. Thanks to uh, your son, uh, uh, producer Michael, for always doing a great job. Uh, kudos to his uh, uh, Buffalo Bulls. Went to oh, 3-0 yeah. last night. They're um, dominant, dominant. And, and by the way, he was the only one out of the four of us when I put up my uh, college and football articles um, with our picks every single week. You can throw, so you can see up there, he was the only one this past week to go 2-0. Wow, it's 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 so hard. It's so it's hard. hard. Oh it's hard. It's hard, Darren. It's, it's, it's look at. I mean, it just it just again, the college is just so hard. I mean, I was. It's not even depressing for me because whatever. But knowing that how good I really was good in college football last year, I really but, was. Yeah. And this year is just like. But, but I mean, yeah. I couldn't. I couldn't have been any more wrong, Darren. I couldn't have been any more wrong Friday night with yes, Minnesota over but Iowa. Harry. You and I are a combined, I'm pretty sure, seven and one in Mac football. And yeah. the only loss was me having Toledo last week. And they were up by like 14 with like a minute left and they lost the game. It was incredible. Yeah. It was incredible. Yeah. They lost on a fake spike and they lost on an onside kick late in the game. <laughs> so you and I were, were killing our Mac picks. We're killing that's an our all Mac time, picks. That's an all-time bad beat. That is horrendous. It was bad. I don't know if it was 10, but put it this way. I was getting two and a half, and they were up by um, 11 with a minute left, and they lost by mm. three. They well, lost look, by three. Uh, 
we're taping this yeah. at like one o'clock on uh, Wednesday afternoon. So the Mac games haven't happened today on Wednesday. But yeah, last week, uh, last night, I got fortunate. Uh, not really fortunate, but I had what? under 59 and a half in the Buffalo game. Oh, it, shouldn't, yeah. it shouldn't have got that high, but it did. Well, and, but landed and you, 59. You and I talked, at, right? And then I said, Harry, I don't know, this Kent State. I had Kent State minus 23 and a half points against yeah. Akron. Seven points at half, and I said to you, hey, maybe they'll outscore them by 28 in the second half. And sure enough, they did something like that. The game had about 100 points scored in it. The Mac is fun. I, it it's is fun. fun. I, I love the quarterback. Them. God I, my bless favorite... them for playing on Tuesday and Wednesday nights. It's fantastic. Yeah. Darren, forget about Trevor Lawrence, Ian Book. Crumb. Uh, Crumb. Uh, uh, Justin Fields, all these guys. Crumb. Dennis Crumb, baby. That's all you need to know is Dennis Crumb and, and the and Kent like State Jared Golden Flatchets. Jared Patterson on Buffalo. These yeah. guys are great. They're great college football players. Putting up what Patterson go. Patterson went for. Did he go for 304 300. scores last night? 300. Yep. Oh, boy. Oh, yeah, it is fun. And put it like you said, having putting these Mac games on Tuesdays and Wednesdays so smart. covers so the week. Smart. It covers the hey. week. And, and how much attention do they get on those nights? Because they, the ESPN is showing highlights of those games because they're the only football action going on a Tuesday and Wednesday night. So smart by that conference to do that. Rather, because let's face it, Harry, they'd be getting lost on a Saturday. Nobody would oh, be paying absolutely. attention to Mac football. It's a genius move by the people of that conference. Great job. Way, I'd like that. It's actually, I'd like to know the numbers in terms of how many, how much is getting wagered on in Vegas on these games compared yeah. to when they usually play on a Saturday. Oh, I, I, it's got to be five to ten times the amount that they would get action on a Saturday. I would. Think. Yep. I would. Think. I mean, forget all those quarterbacks I just mentioned. Forget them. Give me Dennis Crum and the Kent State Golden Flashes yeah. every single week. Kent State Golden Flashes, baby. <laughs> <laughs> All right, T. Thanks again. As always, you're the best. Uh, thanks for being on. Thanks to Michael, producer Michael, too, and Erica at Cohen, who does a great job for us at Best Bet Corner, too. Um, everybody, enjoy the week. Enjoy the Mac games tonight. Listen, by the way, Darren, who do you have tonight? Just so we'll throw it out there. Tonight, in, in, are you talking about in Mac football? Yeah, on our, just, our extra points pick that we give my, out every single day. extra points pick tonight. Uh, Anthony Edwards to be the first selection at minus 135 mm. um, in the NBA the draft. draft tonight. Yes. And okay. Those numbers keep changing by the minute, it seems like, Harry. But when I took it, that's what I gave it out. What's what's your best bet for tonight on the extra point? Now, well, I'm going to uh, go. Uh, I'm, I'm going to excuse the pun, Darren, but I'm going to get a little ballsy. And I'm going <laughs> to take Ball State minus the 14 and a half and – they're playing Northern Illinois and taking the over and taking the over at 61 and a half yep. um, to a two team parlay. I'm getting a little I, ballsy I, you know, here. I didn't, I didn't want to touch that tonight because I've been on such a roll with the Mac. I didn't want to blow mm. it. I haven't really, I've been so focused on the draft tonight that, um, you know, right. I kind of, well, I'm just, because you know what Edwards is now. Now I got him at 135. I'm looking at FanDuel right now, Harry. Yeah. Edwards is minus 260. Oh, my. Minus nice two, job. So in in, in less than in less than 20, in what, 16 hours? Uh, I, yeah. Well, two days ago, Ball was minus 180, I think. So somebody knows something there. Somebody yeah. knows something. 
boy, I'll tell you yep. some shady stuff. Listen, I, just, hey. I listen. Go ahead. Yep. No, no, we're good, Harry. Let's let's get a good draft tonight. Watch some Mac football draft fun night. Yep. Fun Ball Wednesday State. Night. Yep. Wednesday Ball night, November. Uh, Great, isn't it? You get the draft. We got football to flip over to, great. like you mentioned. Uh, and a great got Thursday that. night game last night. Great Thursday night game tomorrow night. So absolutely. And and Love and fun. by the way, people, if you're listening, you can check us out on Twitter um, tomorrow night. Me, Darren, uh, brother Bry, and cousin Sal. We do a halftime prop and betting situation with the game when it's at halftime. What oh, we yeah. like second half. What we like. Check it out. It's it's fun. We we bust, we bust each other's chops. We give out some good picks. We give out some uh, great reasoning, and it's always fun, right, D? It's great. I love doing it. It's live, and I, lo- uh, I love doing it. I know, look forward to doing it every Thursday. It's so much uh, fun. It, I agree. I agree. And again, halftimes never go so quick. They never go so quick. It's amazing. No, right? No, no, no. And by the way, like I said. You've got uh, so your pick is at minus one more time for tonight on extra points. Anthony Edwards, I had him at okay. minus one thirty-five. This was as of you know we put the picks in the night before, mm-hmm. and he's sitting at minus two sixty now. But look, anything can happen in this NBA draft. But that's my number one. That's my okay. extra points nice. pick for tonight. Nice and just throwing it out there so we can re- rehash it maybe even next week. But I got Ball State minus fourteen and a half over sixty-one and a half. Ball State's both their games have been sixty-nine points. 38-31, they won one, lost one by that score. And Northern Illinois, I like that Buffalo didn't co- kind of didn't cover last week or last night. Um, so now I'm taking Ball State to cover the number. Northern Illinois is terrible. They've given up 40 points or more in both their games. So let's shoot for the – let's hope they get 21. Let's hope Ball State gets 42 or 45. We'll go Ball State in the over. Try that out. All right. Well, Darren, thanks again, like I said, to you, to uh, producer Michael, everybody else that's uh, listening. Have a great week. we got a lot of games, a lot of stuff to cover. Like, enjoy everything that we have this this week. Like I said, Darren said we've got the draft on Wednesday night tonight. We've got uh, we've got NFL, a great NFL game on Thursday between the Cardinals and Seahawks. Um, and we got NFL in college. So enjoy, everybody. And uh, listen, take care for the extra for uh, <laughs> for uh, best bet corner. <laughs> For Best Bet Corner, I'm your host, Terry Gagnon. Everybody, enjoy the week. Enjoy. Take care, everybody. Be safe.